Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is a gorgeous summer morning. Going to be another scorcher, which is probably a uh, really great reason for you to contact Freedom Heating and Air. Make sure that you're, uh, you're comfortable. Yeah, we're going to have a couple of cold, cooler days after this, but it's still going to be nice and warm in your, because it's summertime, right? Um, so anyway, lots to talk about today. So let me ask you a question. Trump spoke, I don't know, I watched and listened to it. I didn't watch so much, more than listened to it, because I was going around and around the field, which is something as a farmer I do this time of year. So anyway, I was watching Trump, listening to Trump at his uh, rally in Wisconsin. And then Saturday, he was at CPAC in Dallas. Now, Trump dominated the CPAC straw poll. Now, this is CPAC Conservative Political Action Committee Conference. They, they're now holding, they used to hold it just once a year. Now they're holding it a couple of times a year. Um, so the front runner in the CPAC straw poll, which is something they've done for a long time, is Donald Trump. Now, it was pretty stunning because Trump won with 69% support. So this is the Conservative Political Action Conference, okay, CPAC. Next, number two was Ron DeSantis at 24. So Trump gets 69%, DeSantis gets 24%. Nobody else is even close. Ted Cruz was number three at 2%. Mike Pompeo, Number four at 1%, Nikki Haley at 1%, Rand Paul at 1%, Christy Noam, 1%, Ben Carson at 0.4%, Josh Hawley at 0.3%. What name is missing? No, it's not Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, who just got elected. Not Ben as... Uh, strong as we had thought he would be, or Florida Senator Rick Rick Scott. They all got less than 1%. No, that's not the name that's missing. What is the name that's missing? Yeah, you got it. Mike Pence. You know, the establishment guy who keeps backing these people that lose to the Trump-endorsed candidates? Yeah. So if Mike Pence is not the guy that is going to dethrone Donald Trump, I mean, when you get 70%, basically, of a conservative 
probably the premier conservative meeting of the year. And, and I would say that that's, that's probably the truth here. When you get that, what does it tell you about who still is considered to be the leader of the Republican Party? Okay, so let's assume that that's the case. Wayne Allen Root is a friend of mine. He is, um, has a piece in the Gateway Pundit over the weekend. And it's entitled, Yes, Trump DeSantis would be a great Republican ticket in 2024. But here's the problem. It isn't possible. Unless one thing happens. And I'll get into that uh, in a in a moment. By the way, congratulations to Carrie Lake and all of the other Trump-endorsed candidates that won big time. Hey, look at that. Fox Business is showing the article I was just talking about. Guess on the Democrat side, who's the nominee for president 2024? Gavin Newsom at 37%, Michelle Obama at 16%, Biden at 8 Hillary at 8 Mayor Pete at five, Gavin Newsom. So let's talk about that for a second after I share with you. You know, Joe Kent, the former Green Beret, whose wife was killed in Syria. She was a soldier also. He was running against Heidi St. John to and against Jamie Herrera Butler, who is the longtime serving uh, Republican rhino who voted for Trump's impeachment. Joe Kent was losing. Now he's winning. What? Yeah. Joe Kent just as of when they stopped counting Friday evening, he was 257 votes away from tying Jamie Herrera Butler. Now, remember, Washington State, it has a top two system. Doesn't matter what party you're from, it's top two. The Democrats at 30%, Jamie Herrera Butler was at 24%. She's down now to 22.6. Joe Kent has moved up to 22.5 percent, 257 votes as of Friday night. They start recounting or not recounting. They start counting again today. Why? Because they have 30 over 30,000 votes left to count. Now, folks, the Democrats are not trying to keep Jamie Herrera. They, they don't want Jamie Herrera Butler. Why? Well, it's easy to figure out. Because they want the Trump-backed candidate to go up against the, the Democrat. Because they think 
these Trump-backed candidates are easier to beat. Wrong-o. That ain't going to be the case, especially right now. <laughs> especially right now. So Joe Kent has, has pulled... Um, has pulled into within just a few votes at the rate he is going. And many of these votes that are left to count are from counties that went strongly towards Joe Kent. You can just look at the county by county results. Now, this is a harbinger of what we're going to see in Oregon. Election week. It's not election day. It's election week. And I might remind you that there is a, well, France. France doesn't do machine counting. It's all done the old-fashioned way. Polling station, paper ballots. France elected a president in one day. Macron. That's what Trump was talking about on Friday night. If France as a country can do it in one day, why can't we do it in one day? Well, we can. Apparently, by the way, there is... There is new stuff going to come out about a particular county in Pennsylvania from the 2020 election, and apparently it's going to be pretty big. We'll see. Tuesday, by the way, is the Wisconsin primary. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see if the rhinos get beaten. And we'll see how well the Trump backed candidates do including the one running for governor at any rate Trump is the best thing Wayne Allen Root my buddy writes the best thing to happen to the GOP ever and I agree he writes these those losers, and he's talking about Republicans, folks. Those losers are either bitter or jealous of Trump's success and popularity within the Republican Party, and they represent the D.C. swamp. And they're scared to death that Trump is killing the goose that laid the golden egg and won't be able to get rich by ripping off the taxpayers anymore. Yup. Now, Uh, he has Wayne Allen Root, who he's had a Newsmax TV show. It's off now. He's going to be moving to Real America News Network, which has been covering these Trump rallies. You're going to see Trump rallies every weekend. Real America News started with nothing. So. Wayne Allen Root is going to have a new show there. He has a following. He has a 20,000 fan email list. He sent out a poll. He asked a simple question. Who do you support for 2024 Republican nomination? No options. He just left it up to 20,000 people to say what they thought. 95% of the people that listen to his shows picked Trump. 5% picked DeSantis. He's the best governor. There's no question about it. He's not going to supplant Trump. 
The CPAC poll shows it, and this poll, which is, again, it's not a scientific poll. But having a Trump-DeSantis ticket is the perfect ticket. And virtually everybody I've talked to, even people who are not, that are just nervous about Trump running again, they would support him if he did, but they're nervous about it. They're in favor of it. Here's the problem. Trump cannot run with DeSantis. Why? Because they're the rules of the electoral college. It says that two candidates cannot run from the same state or your ticket loses the electoral votes of that state by the president or vice president. No Republican can ever afford to give up the valuable electoral votes of Florida. So how do you overcome this? If Trump is precluded by the rules of the Electoral College from running with DeSantis, how could that change? Well, I'll tell you on the other side of the break. Got an email from Kathy, by the way. The number to call is the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line, like I said. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. Kathy writes, lots of people talking about you on Twitter yesterday. Your name just randomly showed up on my Twitter feed. I think you should at least sign into your account and just read the comments. Plus, I followed you. Don't have a Twitter account anymore. I let it go. You can probably still find me there, but why would they be talking about you? <laughs> uh. I'll tell you why also when we come back. The other side of the break is 20 minutes past six. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Hey, MyPowerHonda.com is the place you should go. Thinking about buying a car. You know, the Power Buick GMC talk line is... You know, they're one of the sponsors of this radio station and the talk line that allows you to call in and talk about the things that we're talking about. MyPowerHonda.com is a new sponsor specifically for this show. Thank you, Power Honda. Go to their website, MyPowerHonda.com. MyPowerHonda.com. So why were people talking about me on Twitter? Well, it's because Thursday night, and I, and I said this towards the end of the show on Friday, I endorsed Betsy Johnson for governor on Thursday night. I hosted her along with some other folks uh, up at the executive club, the Portland Airport Shiloh Inn. This is a conservative group of conservative Republicans that are activists. And we took a straw poll. At the end of of her comments, and actually, you know, Betsy spent about she actually had very few uh, prepared comments at all. She just talked about how she had sent the letter. Uh, you know, her she she comes from the timber industry, 
That's her family background. Her and I share this love of both natural resources, me being a fifth-generation Oregon farmer, her being, a, I think, a third or fourth-generation uh, timber person. We share a love of aviation. We share a lover, love of policy, policy wonks, if you will. Good policy. We disagree on the issue of abortion powerfully and mightily. As I've said, I don't think that that's going to be an issue that is, in fact, going to be in play anytime soon, because I don't see Republicans taking control of the legislature. I hope it happens. I want it to happen. But I don't see it, especially with the fact that how Democrats gerrymandered the districts to ensure that they're going to be in power for the next 10 years. So anyway, I endorsed her because of all the it's just my personal experience with her is that I can trust her to follow through on the things she says she's going to do. The things she articulated very clearly Thursday night in front of the executive club. The straw poll that we took, we had 101 people in the meeting. 38 of these people, we asked them to take us, if they felt so led on their way out of the meeting, just write down who they would vote for for governor. 38 people, so 38% of the people who attended decided to do that. Of them, Betsy won 36 votes. She took 90%. Christine Drazen got two votes. Okay, fair. A lot of the Republicans at this meeting came to hear Betsy because they're curious. And many of them are worried about Christine and how she has conducted herself, what she's actually done. Okay, fair enough. I announced that on Friday afternoon on my Facebook page, and I explained my reasons why. And you can go to my Facebook page and you can read it. A lot of people disagree with me. It's going to cost me some friendships. That's okay. In my judgment, Betsy Johnson is the person that can, and I didn't endorse her as a talk show host. I endorsed her as former state representative, Jeff Krupp. I served with Betsy. We were friends before she came into the legislature after I'd already been there. And I've worked with her a lot. I trust her to follow through with the things that she says she's going to do. When she says she's open to making Oregon's land use laws better because she's a founding member of Thousand Friends of Oregon, folks. And I deeply oppose those people because they oppose our constitutional rights with private property. She's been bitten by them, by Oregon's land use laws personally now. She doesn't like it. She's very open to changing it. She's also, she made it absolutely clear Beyond any shadow of a doubt, she is not going to sign on to further gun control legislation. She adamantly opposes Measure 114. She felt, and she, she admitted this, after Uvalde, she needed to soften her position a little bit. It's a raise in the age, and I, and I disagree. And I said this as I introduced her. There are things that I passionately disagree with Betsy on. But there are other things that I 
passionately agree with her on. Like being tough on crime, not turning, stopping Kate Brown's vicious release. Rather, it is vicious. If you think about it, her release of vicious murderers and rapists early from prison, which is unconstitutional. Not to mention that it's illegal. And on and on and on. Stopping forest fires before they get started. That means cleaning up the forest. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. No more vaccines, mandates. No more mask policies. No more shutting down and locking down our schools and keeping our kids out. And I'll tell you something. Betsy is adamantly against CRT. Let's just go on and on, folks. I put all of this out on my Facebook page. You can just read it. Now, I deeply understand those of you who cannot vote for someone. And many of you have called and you've said it, and I respect your position. Cannot vote for someone who is pro-choice. I get it. 100% and I respect you. That's that, that's what you feel you have to do. I get it. I understand. This is what I have to do. Because this is my best judgment for the protection of all of our liberty. All including free speech as people face. Back in a moment at 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Welcome back to Political Coffee, the show where we try to talk about political things in a manner that, well, helps you change your world. By doing that, through persuasive conversations, then we hope that we give you ideas, you find something valuable to talk about that does help people think differently about politics, the persuadables. So let me ask you that. If Donald Trump is without question today and will be the top prospect for president in the Republican side in 2024, if that's the case, would you vote for him? Is he your top prospect? I'm going to take an informal poll. You can call 503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line. You can call 503-589-1220 or shoot me an email. Let me know. Do Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Trump or DeSantis, they're the two top vote getters in the straw poll at CPAC. Now, in a moment, I'm going to tell you how the dilemma that Trump faces in terms of a Trump-DeSantis ticket in 2024. How that because it's not possible because they both live in the same state, Florida. There's a way to fix it. 
And I'll tell you what that is in a second. Yesterday, it was kind of warm. It was 99 degrees where I'm at. And I had an air conditioning problem. Well, it, you know, I fixed it myself because I had just neglected, you know, just was busy during harvest. And, so, and I just had not done my maintenance, stuff I can do myself. Well, it bit me. <laughs> it was kind of warm in here and I did not like it. And you know what? That's a great reason for you to talk to Freedom Heating and Air. In fact, it's a great reason for you to go to the website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. And here's why. They have a blog, a DIY blog, a do-it-yourself blog, where you can do little things, little maintenance things, so you don't end up experiencing what I did yesterday. Being really hot and uncomfortable in my house because I hadn't done the maintenance I should have done. That's a great reason for you to read their blog. 503-580-1456 is their phone number. If you're not able to do that kind of thing, that's cool. To stay cool, give them a call. 503-580-1456. Did you like that, that cool thing? Yeah. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Be cool. 580-1456. Greg sent me a great, uh, you know, Dick Cheney was out there saying, in our nation's 246-year history, there's never been an individual who's a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence. Liz, his daughter, will make sure Donald Trump never gets close to the Oval Office again. greatest threat to our republic in its history isn't people like Donald Trump. It's people like Dick Cheney. You want to talk about lying? That's it. And as more comes out about the 2020 elections, more of Dick Cheney's viewpoint will be discredited. And at some point, with enough truth that's coming out. The people are going to get rid of the rhinos like Dick Cheney and others. Some of them in the Oregon Republican Party. They're going to get rid of them because they've had their fill of them. I've had my fill of the Republican establishment. Which is one of the reasons why I chose to endorse Betsy Johnson. Because Christine Drazen is... Republican establishment. She's a lot more in line with Dick Cheney than anybody else. So why is it? What, what is the fix to Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis running as the dream 2024 presidential vice presidential ticket? Trump has to give up his Florida residency. That's it. It's easy for him to do that, but it's costly because now he pays, he would pay taxes in other states. Now, sort of, depending on where he chooses to go. He could go back to New Jersey because he has Bedminster. That's his New Jersey mansion and his golf club. 
he could switch his legal residency back then. He's got plenty of time to do it. Or he could save on, but his taxes would go up, right? Just like they are in New York. Or he could save himself taxes and he could declare Las Vegas his official home and residence. He owns the Trump International Hotel in Las Vegas. Same 0% income tax rate he had, he gets to pay in Florida, which is zero. He would play or pay rather in, in Nevada. So Wayne Allen Root and, and Danny, hang on, I'll get you in a second. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. He concludes by saying this, the ball is in Trump's hands. If he plays his cards right, not only do we win the 2024 election with the perfect ticket to supercharge the economy and save us from the COVID insanity forever, no more masks, mandates, lockdowns, and four more years of Trump dismantling the D.C. swamp. But we also set up eight years of a President DeSantis from 2028 to 2036. I'm going to tell you it would take that 12-year time period of Trump and DeSantis becoming president then. To fix all the mess that has been made by Joe Biden. Kamala Harris. Now, there is a startling scenario, and I got to thank my friend Cleon for sending. There's a startling scenario as to how all of this could be blunted on the Democrat side. And I'll get to that because there's an interesting little video about that. Fred writes me a text, says two votes from this house for Trump. Trump has a home in New York. Change his address. Yep. Let's go to Danny. Danny, good morning. Your thoughts today? Uh, well, I just think if we don't get Betsy Johnson, we are definitely going to be screwed in this state. If if you think, if anybody is reasoning out there thinking a Democrat would actually vote for a Republican in this state for governor because of high gas prices, high inflation, or whatever, they're sadly mistaken. Those people you cannot reason with. A liberal and a Democrat at this point is just crazy at this point. So they're going to continue to vote the way they vote. They they could care less about cost, higher taxes, any of that stuff. So if we don't get Betsy Johnson, we don't have a chance. And if people have a problem voting for Betsy Johnson in this state because of beliefs, Move out of this state. You're paying your tax money to the state right now that uses that money for something you don't believe in anyway. So vote for Betsy Johnson and, and at least not have Tina Kotex in there. If she gets in, you can just guarantee it's going to get much worse in this state. That's it. Well said, Danny. You said it all, and that summarizes uh, so much of how I feel about things. Uh, because you're right. Right now, today, if if this issue is so, if the life issue, and it is, it's incredibly important. And it's incredibly important to some of our listeners. And you've heard them articulate why they can never vote. Because to them, it's a sin, Danny, to do that. Okay. Your point is, then you better move out. Yeah, of move out of the state. Yeah, they're yep. paying their taxes every year for that. So why even live here? If they believe so strongly to, to ruin this state even more with Tina Kotex, move. Move to California. 
or move back to California because it's it's not gonna it's not gonna get better with Tina. It's gonna get worse. Yeah. You're basically it, it giving will. them a badge to make it worse. They would be better off to move to Idaho because they're pro life in Idaho. But I will tell you this. Your your point, and Danny, I'm, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Uh, great, yep, great have a good point. One. The reality is this, folks, and, and I said this the other day, is that pro-life legislators in Oregon are voting to fund abortion. Whenever they vote for, in favor of, a state agency budget, state agency employees have a health insurance program that is mandated by law to pay for abortion. All of the abortion things, the things that we find absolutely reprehensible, all of it. It has to be funded and it pays for every Republican who votes for a state agency budget who's pro-life is funding abortion. Denny's right. If you don't want your tax dollars, and that's your money, folks. And if you do not want your tax dollars used for that purpose, then truly you should go to a state where it is not used for that purpose. I respect your views on that. Yeah, Betsy's the only one who's going to have the courage to fix everything else that's broken and wrong in this state. Christine won't. She's already shown that. Betsy can pull enormous votes from the Democrat Party because Christine won't. That, that. Back in a moment, your phone calls. It's 48. Call Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. You can also send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Who would you prefer to have for president? Donald Trump on the Republican side now. Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis? 503-589-1220 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-503-503-589-1220. Dale writes an email. Kotech is incalculably worse. And Marie says, Trump absolutely gets my vote. My opinion is that you've greatly underestimated these women who are pro-life will adamantly vote against Betsy for this reason alone what's your plan to talk to them um i i'm not going to try to persuade them other than they just need to face the reality that exists oregon's law about abortion is not changing anytime soon i want it to i pray that it does It's just not the reality because Republicans are not going to put on any governor's desk, Christine's or Betsy's or even Tina's. If if the Republican Party actually took control of the legislature, they wouldn't put, listen to me, 
they would not put legislation on any governor's desk. Why, you ask? Surely they would. Now, there aren't enough votes in the Republicans. Huh? If they took control, they could, right? Well, two things would happen. The Democrats would walk out in spite of the constitutional amendment that's probably going to pass. They would walk out over this issue, number one. Number two, you have too many rhinos in the Republican caucus in the House and the Senate that would get bought off by the Democrats. It promised something. Because you see, Republicans are not going to take control by big numbers, folks. If they do, it would be a dead even power sharing agreement or maybe by one vote. I'm serious. The way the Democrats have gerrymandered the map for redistricting, it's it's just it's not going to happen. So the abortion issue effectively is not an issue. A the next governor of Oregon is likely going to deal with. That's what I would say to them. So what else do they care about? Do they care about their First Amendment right to call this radio station or their pastor's right to speak against abortion from the pulpit? Speak against transgenderism or gay marriage? Because that will be decided in the next legislative session if Democrats are still in control. How about burning down this state? How about vaccine mandates? I mean, I can go on and on and on. So if they're not persuadable, then they have to vote their conscience. And I respect that. It's completely up to them. I respect it. I don't agree with it because all these other things are deeply personal to me, too. The fact that I'm able to keep a gun to save my life and your life in a crowded shopping mall or a restaurant or at a venue. Because a bad guy with a gun shows up. That's important to me, too. Let's go to the phones. We will start first with who's up next here. Let's see. That is our man, Art. And then we're going to Freddie. Art. Good morning, Jeff. Well, you know who I'm going to vote with, so I'll get straight to the point about the other issues. Here's a simple fact of the matter. God knows my heart. God knows that I don't like abortion. Okay? So, he knows that I also care about our kids. I also care about our small businesses. I care about our state as a whole. So I'm going to vote for Betsy because she's the best person to address all the other issues because she's smarter (laughs) than the other two candidates. And she will listen to everybody and yep. then make decisions yep. on the she facts. Will. There is no doubt about it. So all you all right, I, I, say, I gotta let friend friend. I, I hate to let you go, but I have to because I got a bunch of other people lined up, and we're towards the end of the show. Thank you, uh, Art. Right, let's go to Freddie. Freddie, you're up next. Uh, two things, uh, Jeff. You could start convincing the women that they need to be talking to other other young girls of what the ramifications are of abortion. 
They need to take charge of that and, and change that. You're just not going to do it with a bunch of people sitting in the legislature. They just don't have the guts to do it. The second thing is, is I took a day off on Friday, and I went to the coast, and I was coming back. I've been in the timber industry for over 25 years. Our forest is way overgrown. It should be 10 trees per acre, and there's, there's over 100 trees per acre. Our forestry is a mess, and we need to get somebody like Betsy who understands that and get that thing taken care of. Have a great day, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, Rich, you're up next. Go. No, Rich left. Brother Caller left. Kathy left. Jeez. They all left. And he even got like two minutes left. Julie writes an email, says, the problem with single issue voting is the best candidate is overlooked because of that issue. I have five issues I consider including taxes, guns, abortion, private property rights. I will never find the perfect candidate. I have to vote for the imperfect one. I would vote Trump, though I prefer DeSantis. A state employee who shall never be named says the Democrats Inflation Expansion Act. This is the bill that just got passed in the U.S. Senate that now goes to the House. The House is out for a whole week, so they don't get to vote on it for a while, thankfully. This person writes, says, will conservative candidates on the Republican Party take advantage of about the past, about to be passed, Inflation Expansion Act to drive home to voters that it's the Democrats, each and every Democrat senator and representative in D.C. that are responsible for the terrible and increasingly damaging inflation, destroying family budgets, closing small businesses, driving up the price of the gasoline. It's the Democratic Party. It's not just a particular senator or representative that's at fault. We must defeat the Democratic Party. But will the Republican Party have the will and the know-how to do so? The answer to that question is no, the Republican Party won't, but individual candidates will and do. That's why I support Trump, and that's why I support Ron DeSantis. That's why I support Betsy, because she's an individual candidate who will do those things. You know, she said the other night, and she's so right, she feels liberated now that she's no longer a Democrat. She's no longer beholden to a party that is run by crazy people. That's good news. So also is if you are looking for contractor, you really should talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. He's a guy who lives his faith in his business and how he interacts with you. And that's refreshing. Also gives you confidence. Righteous Renovations. There's a lot more to talk about that no doubt things are going to happen overnight. Remember, be watching the Joe Kent race in Washington today. I predict he takes the lead over Jamie Herrera Butler, the rhino who voted for Trump impeachment. That's a good thing. It's also very telling. See you tomorrow.